votes right now. Go to mytalk1071.com. Click on vote now under Manuary. We've got our last Manuary contestant standing right now in the studio with us, Mike Marcotte. Good morning. Good morning. Look at this. Did you hear that Jason, uh, what's I've, his face, was talking smack yeah, about Yeah, what's you? his face? Uh, I have received multiple text messages, people on Facebook saying that they heard all of this smack talking this morning. So here's an email uh, that we got, because I didn't hear it. So uh, we give you an opportunity to offer some rebuttal here. So Mike, by the way, Mike Marcotte, Twin Cities Live producer uh, uh, in January for the Epilepsy Foundation. Uh, Mike has epilepsy, found out in his late 20s that he has epilepsy. Correct. Uh, so again, we're happy. All, fantastic, nothing but great causes represented in January. However, now we need to get, uh, we need to make sure that people are voting for you. Please. And uh, the email that we got said, Jason is bad-mouthing your candidate and telling listeners not to vote for him. Uh, now, the and I thought, well, that's, that's fair play. I mean, it's manuary. However, we're not going against Team Jason and Alexis. So, no, Donna, you were listening. He was, what, just saying, whatever you do, don't vote yeah, for Mike? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Didn't give an explanation as to why. Just makes, oh, my heart heart that, that makes my heart sad. I know. All right, Mike, know. What, would you, uh, what would your rebuttal be or anything you would want to uh, offer up to those who could place a vote for well, you today? I'm going to take the high road, okay. I think, in this situation. All because right. Sorry. This is manuary. These are outstanding men All of who them. do great things in our community. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And I'm sure who the, the man I'm going against, Hunter is his name. I'm sure he's great. He's on Team Low J. I'm sure he's fantastic. I haven't had the privilege of meeting him. I do I'm think sure he's he, awesome. I do think he vapes a lot. <laughs> I don't know. That's unfounded. That's, hearsay. That's, That's unfounded. page six. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, but I'm going to take the high road here. I and just want to have people know more about the Epilepsy Foundation. Absolutely. That's why I'm here. Also, I do want to point out, though, that Jason and Alexis have two other horses in the game today. Yeah. And they're losing dramatically by, right now. By 50%, at oh, least boy. two of them. Really? And Donna. everyone is losing. Uh, do you think that this is a reaction? It's like if our boat's going down, we don't want Team Donna and Steve to. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Right. Yeah, Donna. What do you mean? It's getting real. Maybe maybe nervous. Team Jason and Alexis are saying if, if none of our guys are going to win. And if we remember, uh, I oh, was Mr. Yes, Irrelevant yes. in this contest. Well, you were our I was the last right one. Yep. Yeah. That happened to us last year also. And so it, our guy won, and he was a write-in as well. See? So, and I think the last round that you, I don't know, maybe have you gone against Team Jason and Alexis yet? I have. You I got believe. tweets. I remember you told me that you got tweets or texts before someone saying, uh oh, Jason's talking heat against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe I have. Let me just double You've check. Gone oh, against that's my last past. round, round two, was there you against go. Team Jason and Alexis. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. Well, listen, man, it's war. You uh, got to win now. It is war. Very quickly, Fine. tell us why you want to raise money for the Epilepsy Foundation. What do they What do? They do? Great question. The Epilepsy Foundation uh, supports families and individuals living with epilepsy here in the state of Minnesota. It's a national organization, but the Epilepsy Foundation of Minnesota supports those living here locally, uh, families with children who have 500 seizures a day. Oh it's unbelievable. Gosh. And all oh, you can do you is watch those kids, and there's nothing you can do to help them. Oh, my gosh. I remember uh, I had a friend from New York who had moved to Houston, and I remember talking to him on the phone. This was many years ago, and his son, Christopher, had a seizure when he was in the back of the car and they were going mm. on a road trip and he was just beside himself yeah. to, you know, just to watch your child suffer in that way. But to know that there mm-hmm. is help out there is uh, really, you know, enlightening. Support groups. Uh, once you have a seizure as an adult, you lose your driver's license for three months. I can't mm. believe So that. it's transportation to and from work yeah. to get oh. groceries. So the Epilepsy Foundation is doing a fantastic job here. In the oh, they help meet those kind of needs as well and help you overcome Basic those Basic needs. Yep. Oh, that's really Absolutely. important.
Good really, stuff. really cool. All right, everybody go and vote for Mike in vote round for Mikey, three. Please. Fantastic region. Go to mytalk1071.com. Follow the prompts. It'll say vote now, and then you'll know exactly what to do. We don't need any information from you. No. It's not like we're asking your name or your email address or anything. It's just a click. It's click. It's so, so simple, and it goes to help a really, uh, really great cause. Right now, by the way, Mike does need your vote. It is 50-50 the last time Woo! I refreshed my page. Yes. Uh, 50-50, so we're in a dogfight, and we're going against Team LoJ, and they have the uh, the afternoon drive, so they're going to be talking with it's folks true. on their way home, and it might be more front of mind. So we need to uh, make sure that we get Mikey a nice, sizable lead. Yes, uh, fifty-one to forty-nine right now. So let's keep that going. All right, right? all right. Thank you, thanks, Mike. Mikey. Thanks, Mike. What else is happening in the world of entertainment? Well, Donna? I'm glad you asked that because I want to tell you why I think Chris Stapleton, country superstar, is going to be a part of the Super Bowl. Okay, now you keep doubling down on this more and more each passing. I day. keep coming up with more info, and here's what I got now. Okay. I did not know all of this, but Chris Stapleton, okay, he just announced another leg to his All-American Roadshow tour, okay? Okay. We just saw him on Saturday Night Live. He just picked up three Grammy Awards, okay? He has, um, here's something that's really interesting. He was talking backstage at the Grammys about how deeply involved he was in the making of Justin Timberlake's new album, Man Man of the Woods. So we know that he co-wrote their duet, Say Something, but did you know Chris Stapleton also had a hand in writing two other songs? No kidding. Mm -hmm. One is called The Hard Stuff, and the other is called Morning Light, which Justin sings with Alicia Keys. Oh, wow. So I'm thinking there might be some collaboration that does involve him. Justin Timberlake has been blowing up his Instagram with videos from behind the scenes of Say Something. Yeah. He seems very, very proud of that song, proud of the collaboration with Chris Stapleton. Yes. That's really fun. And that taps into what he mentioned years ago was he wanted to get more back into some, he's from Memphis, some yep. Southern rock inspiration. And it's it's fun. It'll. I'm curious. I still want to hear this whole album from beginning to end because starting with a song like Filthy, very mm-hmm. electro, into Say Something, Tennessee rock, what else is on this? Um, Listen to this. Filthy, if we could pull that up oh, just yeah. very, very briefly. Chris Stapleton is responsible for the very first sound on the very first song on the album. He said the very first sound you hear on Filthy, that is Chris Stapleton playing with the delay pedal on the Jazzmaster guitar. Really? So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of interweaving of Chris Stapleton and his influence on this album. Here we go, listen. That's him. Wow. Do it again. Cool, right? That is cool. I love it. He Woo. says Justin is a great creative force and one of those guys. If you get a chance to work with him, you definitely should. It's such so. an unlikely duo, but it works. It I works. Know. Well, I think it is because because of his southern roots. I think Justin Timberlake is a country music fan. Yes. Oh, so, for and sure I is. think that's why that collaboration happened. So, and Chris Stapleton's a great songwriter. Mm-hmm. He's written other songs, not just country music songs. So that's why I think he's going to be a part of the Super Bowl halftime show. I think there's, uh, I think he's got a lot going on. He's on the top of his game. I think Justin would love to collaborate and capitalize on that. Yeah, I mean, but how long are the Super Bowl performances? Because they're always worried about time. Aren't they like, what, 10 minutes? 13 minutes. 13 minutes? 13, 7 to 13, 13 minutes? 13 minutes. Okay. 13 is what uh, Justin says he's got. 13 okay. minutes. Yeah, right. a lot could happen in 13 yeah, minutes, yeah. everybody. Cool. All right, that's all I got. Turn when we come back, 
According to a new study, millennials are worst at... Oh, jeez. Blank. Fill in the blank. Yeah. We, I think many, many folks give millennials a hard time, uh, and we know that we text a lot and stuff like that, but there are now some certifiable, verifiable things that we are just not as good at as our parents were. I have a stat also to piggyback on that about millennials that might surprise you. Yeah. We'll talk about it coming up next on My Talk 1071. You know, millennials are bad at a lot of things, but they're also good at things. We're going to share some news with you. Studies have shown that medic- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown, and here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Hi. According to today's study, uh, they are they are worse at more things than they are good at. Just so you know. When you say they, you mean we. I mean we. Okay, so I am a millennial. Yeah. What, what was that? I just, well, it's like, there's, look at the spectrum millennials here. You're 10 years older than me, three kids, wife. I don't have any of that. Hey, don't hate on my own personal success, Drive you a, jerk. a Mitsubishi, you have a lovely house and family, and I got nothing. Hey, you Continue, have your lady friend. Yeah, she's nice. She's great. Yeah, she's, she's cute. She's sweet. Uh, no, so, you know, millennials technically go back to 1980, and some say 82. Either way, Rye, yeah. bad news. Papa's a millennial. I was born in late, late, very late mm. 1983. All right. Anywho, uh, here, according to this new survey, they found some things that millennials just are not as good at as prior generations, namely their parents. So, you know, baby boomers, maybe even some Gen Xers dependent. of millennials can sew a button. However, 93% of their parents can sew a button. Donna, can you? Yes, I can. Can you really? Yeah, what does it take to sew a button? Well, if you've never learned the skill, then it takes thread. You put it in a needle, and then you stick it on your your jacket, and then you just put the... I bet you have a spool of thread in your pocket, in one of your pockets over there. (laughs) You always carry yarn, don't you? Funny you say that because somebody just said, hey, you have something on the back of your jacket. And I said, oh, you got it. And it was a big, long thing of thread. <laughs> it starts pulling off. Slowly <laughs> they're totally. unraveling your sweater. I'm spinning in circles. <laughs> Donna's no longer wearing a cardigan. <laughs> I am no longer here. <laughs> uh, here's another good one. Uh, 55% of millennials can fix a blown fuse. 90% of their parents could. Well, how do you do that? You just flip the switch back on, right? Flip the breaker. No, I don't think. No, that's not a blown fuse. A blown fuse means you need to replace the fuse. The the little bulb. Yeah, I think I think that that's a full replacement of the fuse. I don't know how to do that. Not just flipping the breaker. I mean, come on, guys. That's just hand. Lights are back on. Fifty-seven percent of millennials' parents can cook a meal from scratch. Only thirty-four percent of millennials can do that. Mm. I I think can. They all can do that. They just don't. don't. Well, maybe they never have. Right. Who's the chef in your house, Steve? That would be my wife. Oh. I am the griller. Oh. Because uh, you're a manly. I like a grill. A grill a burger. Yeah, we get it. You want a hot dog? We get it. You're, you know how to <laughs> put something on a piece of grate. Black things on your hot dog. Black things? You know when Yeah, they f- when they burn. Yeah. That's the best oh, kind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, get it. What else? 77% of millennials' parents 
know how to check the tire pressure on the car. Only 62% of millennials can. There's a 15% drop on there. It is still pretty high. It's still pretty high. You stick the thing in there. You stick the The thing thing. on the thing, and then you can just go... Then you get the free air at a gas station. Yeah. Quick quick update on uh, getting air pressure at a gas station. Yeah, it costs now. Well, no, I know it costs. I don't care about that, you cheapskate. But uh, you can swipe your debit card to do it, and there is a digital reader right there on the machine. Oh, that's nice. So when you go, you it presets the 34 PSI, but if you want to, I don't know, up to 36, then you can do that, and it goes ding, 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 once you get there, and then boom, on to the next tire. What should my PSI be right now? Your PSI should probably be about 34, 35. Okay. Just bear in mind that if you ever fill up your uh, tires and it's cold outside... Um, you want to take some air out, right? Because that's yeah. always a problem. It's like low it up, tire pressure. I'm like, what do you mean? I don't know what that means. If you fill it up when it it's warmer out, then they're likely to contract and the pressure will go down when it gets cold. Either I just said that accurately you, no, or you didn't. it was totally... Because in warmth, it expands. It expands in when warmth. When it's cold, it Which means you contracts. want it to be lower in cold. I'm bored with myself. Me too. And finally, mm-hmm. <laughs> 68% of millennials' parents know how to hang wallpaper. Only 51% of millennials know. Who wants to? Well, you know, listen, I think that's fair that you say that, but there are some new, I'm not a wallpaper guy. Oh, no, it's very in right now. It's very in. There are some new wallpapers. In fact, you know, Shiplap? That yes. that yeah. that that look made popular on Fixer Upper. Yes, there's shiplap wallpaper nice. that I've been told from designer oh. friends, and I have them. They say it looks very good. I would like to wallpaper a really really big wall in my house. I used to be friends with a professional wallpaper guy. Will you find him? He's in California. Okay, never mind. I have good news. Cool. You're going to be impressed by this, Steve. Yeah, cool. We're talking millennials, according to a new study. Okay, a new survey says that 16% of millennials, so one in every six, has $100,000 in savings. Isn't that wild? No. Ryan, yes. It's not true at all. It's a spectrum. Then I don't have any of the, I have at least six friends and none of them. Have that much, or I well, would know I about mean, it. I don't I'd think be people walk around going, "Hey, I have a hundred thousand yeah. dollars in savings," and that could be in their four hundred one k. You have right. to bear in mind, you know, it's savings. Whoever's listening, if you're listening out there and oh, you're contributing to your four hundred one k, one extra percent. Just turn it up we one percentage it. point right now. Fine. Look at your next paycheck. Do you notice it? If not, go to two. You'll thank me when you're seventy yes. and almost. Steve, you gotta dead. help me out with that. Wow, yeah, I do Steve, need to help you out with that, Ryan. That. Uh, but that is double the number of young people who had that kind of money socked away in 2015. Trust fund, baby. Millennials are doing a good job of following their personal budgets. They're not doing crap. And they're capitalizing oh. on a booming stock market. No, no. They're pay- that's leeching off their rich parents is what that means. Well, I, I do think a lot of millennials are living at home more now than ever. I think people like your age. Yes, are living at home because that's an easier way to save money of my six friends. Yeah. Half of them are living at home. Is that right? Yeah. Give or take. I moved out right about the time I was your age. Mm -hmm. I was 24. Most people are like 18. How old were you? Well, you were married when you were like 14, right? Yeah. I was married at the age of 21. At the farm. Okay. The shotgun behind his back. Yeah. And then there was a goat that was exchanged. <laughs> what a lovely union it has been ever since. All right. So there's your millennial news for the day. Uh, please go and ro- vote for our guy. Yeah, vote for Mike Marcotte. Yeah, he's a great guy and he's doing great things. He's a millennial, I think. He is a millennial. There you go. He's he 29 is. or 30. He's 30, I think. Wow. Hey, wow. Um, after the break, let's talk about something that I know nothing about. Oh. I would love to. Me too.
The Bachelor. Yes, I watched last night, and oh my God, I have so many things to say. What did the guy lick? <laughs> he licked a bowling ball. A bowling ball. But which why? you shouldn't even touch if you can help it. We'll talk about it up next. All right, I'm grossed out by Ari. I'm not going to lie. Oh, God. Watching The Bachelor. He's got a weird vibe to him. He ain't Does he have any dynamic um, elements of his personality? No. No, he's flat. We're still finding him. Did you just hear how Ryan's voice went? Ari would never do that. No, Ari doesn't do that. No. That's an Ari. Yeah, Ari's just kind of, you know, like this box of Kleenex right here. It's (laughs) there. It's just not doing anything. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Very good, very good. In the room. Yeah, it's like Chris Harrison, too. Why do we need him? Well. Here's Chris Harrison. This is going to be my impression right. of Chris Harrison. Yeah, go ahead. Comes, he comes into the scene, okay? Yeah. Out of nowhere. Sure. Mm-hmm. Been hiding under the couch. Ladies, sorry for interrupting. Here's Ari. And then he just shimmies out of the frame. Yeah, he's a weird host. It's not. He says, he's like that Burger King head. You know, how, the, remember the, the mask, commercials yeah. of the Burger King the that Burger would just King. appear in your window? We should get Chris Harrison masks and uh, kind of bring that yes. back. Yes. That'd be funny. That's exactly what I think of. But anyway, I digress. Mm. Uh, so the whole show starts with like a, the open and they're going bowling and... Yeah. Ari. I love bowling's a great date. It's a great date. Phenomenal I agree. Date. I agree. Great it's date. like because you could be goofy and plus if you get a turkey in front of him or her, oh. right? Gobble, gobble. Now you got me stressed about gutter balls. But anyway, <laughs> that's what they called my ex-husband. Hey, what are we doing here? <laughs> no, so they um they start with him doing a spoof of the Big Lebowski. Yes. apparently, and he goes and he lit. He literally the, tongues. Yeah. It's the bowling ball. The Jesus scene where, you know, John Tutorio, I believe his name Tutoro, is. Tutorio, yep. yeah. He uh, does the, he licks the ball and does the whole Jesus dance and hilarity ensues. One of the best scenes in the movie. But yeah, they, but, they made that spoof in The Bachelor. All I'm thinking is, is that a clean bowling ball? Oh. Because you know what happens with bowling balls. People go to the bathroom, they come back, they stick their finger in the bowling balls where there's nothing but bacteria already. Then they take their hands out and they go, yeah, let me have some of those fries. And they grab some fries and then they... Oh, Donna. What? That's what happens. I know. I don't want to think (laughs) about it. They're licking their fingers after they stuck them in the holes. So anyway, they went bowling. Okay. On the bachelor yeah. last night. They pitted they pitted two uh teams of women together. I think there's like about a dozen left here, so it was like a team of six on this side, team of six on the other side, and the winner would uh be on a date. The winners would be on a date with Ari, and the other ones would have to go home. Now, enter crazy girl, okay? Crystal. She is not stable. So Crystal gets Crystal. Mad. Wasn't there a crazy crystal before? Crazy crystal. Wait, is Crystal the glitter girl? She, she, she yes. yes. Oh, I saw that her. promo. Yes, that is uh, her. You know, I should have watched because that actually made me laugh out loud when I watched that promo. Yeah, she's she's not right. So she gets mad after Ari invites the ladies who lost the bowling competition to mm-hmm. the exclusive winners only after party. We were there to compete. And I think what, what bothered me was that he didn't come up and talk to us. And just like ask if it was okay. I think if he would have. What I'm confused about is if you're so upset about not getting time with him, then how come you're not getting time with him now? It seems a little contradictory to me. Something that I look for in a partner, I want someone to like include me in decisions. Are you giving up on Ari now or are you like just trying to send a message to him? All my stuff is packed right now in my bedroom. Like all my stuff is packed. Okay, then you should go. Is yeah. exactly what I thought. Apparently, she freaked out on the bus. Uh, they, you know, they're busting back to the the hotel, 
and she did something on the bus that completely was insane. And we don't we don't have any tapes or documentation of it. So I'm this is a scandal right now. I want to see what happened on that bus. So this crazy crystal girl yeah. is really just fishing for Ari to come and talk to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't you feel that she way? She is a very unique villain in the sense that she has this this face, you know, and this persona of being the innocent, nice, kind, welcoming girl. She's not just a straight out jerk like uh, so many bachelor women have been in the past. She plays the victim. She does. A she's, lot. she's sneaky like that. And all the girls are on to it. Mm-hmm. So Lauren B, she's this cute little girl with a bob. How many she's Laurens are one. still left? I think, uh, <laughs> I think just one. There's one Lauren. I think all of them got, got axed. Only one Lauren? Out of like, there was five, I think. Oh, I love so. It. So she gets into it with Crystal after she Uh showed up at the after party that she wasn't supposed to be at. You know, I think that it doesn't really matter what I say because it's just going to be attacked. Like, ask you what I was walking into. Asking you a question like that. I'm trying to give you a floor to open up and show us and what and and open up and just be attacked. Okay, I'm just going to leave then. There's like, why am I here? I don't want to be here for this. I'm not going to deal with it. If I don't get answers, like, why am I even here? Trying to talk to Crystal is a waste of time. I think there's an ulterior motive behind her actions, and she came here to create more drama and be the center of attention, as always. It's true. She has. Boy, they all have a unique sound about uh, them, don't they? They have that vocal fry. Why am I in the tower right now? And everything ends uh, kind of on an up And then what's the point of doing this? I'm going to say something that's going to sound like a question. I need you to listen. Even though it's not. If you don't listen, I'm just not going <laughs> to waste my time here. I feel like I'm watching The Bachelor again. And then know, Ari comes like in. We're there. Tell me a little bit about you. Ugh, well, funny you say that. So interesting. Because, uh, okay, Ari ends up going to Crystal because she's sulking in her hotel room. Mm-hmm. Basically puts her on time out. Puts her on time out. Seriously. She took a, a, a play out of your book, Steve. I was pissed. Yeah, and, uh, I know you're pissed, but here's the thing. I think you should stay up here tonight. I'm going to go down and hang with them. Know that I'm not happy about it. And I'll see you in a few days. All right? Right now, I really don't know what to do with Crystal. Just last week, I had some really strong feelings for her. Okay, I'm going to go. You have a good night, okay? Now that things have deteriorated, I really kind of question everything. (laughs) You've had that conversation with your children before, Steve. I'm not happy about this. See you in a few days. This is ridiculous. This sounds like an (laughs) SNL bit, this whole thing. And then is Becca our Minnesota girl? This is not our Becca. Oh, because I like our girl. There's Becca M and Becca L from Minnesota who... She's cool. I like her a lot. Yeah, but Becca M, the one with the short hair, cute. She was the one we listened to last week, who's the very young one. Yes. But she definitely stepped her game up and showed her maturity in this episode when she just took Crystal down. It was amazing. It was Here, amazing. Here, let's listen. I'm literally was no, no, no. So far, like, you have not. And you like, came into team. here tonight and just yeah. talked about you being hurt. And the thing is, you're trying to justify your actions over and over again without actually taking responsibility. I mean, so, that's not how I'm reacting. Really? Do you get like he said? One team goes home, the winning team stays. Then he says, uh, "Change your mind. We're all gonna go." And I'm just like, "So why the f- do we put all that action behind you?" No, no, no. And I, God. I was very hurt. You know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm done. And basically asked, just why are you here? Why are you here right now, Crystal? Becca did. And, oh, she was, oh, it was good. But then he gives her the last yeah, rose. Of course. He gave her the last rose. We're going to see Crystal, her again. crazy Crystal. Crystal. 
I'll tell you who I like. So I like our girl. I like Jacqueline. I do too. Jacqueline's many- cool. I like Tia, the girl who goes gigging frogs. Yeah, they were they went on a fan boat trip, Tia and uh, Ari, and it looked like they went to like some hillbilly shack, and it was like the most romantic thing. It was hilarious. Shut up, Steve. No, I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, I get it. Yeah, you get it. So I think three got eliminated. Uh, two um, two gals I was not familiar of. And then one that came back this episode, because I think she left in the previous episode because her grandfather died. Died, yes. And she came back for this episode and, and got she kicked got canned. Off. It was like, oh. really? Grandma died and then she got kicked off? Exactly. Yes. But it's Crystal's, like, come on. Crystal's were, still here. Yeah, Crystal's still there. You know why? Because they need her to be there. Mm-hmm. That's why. Because the producers went, all right, dude, I know Crystal's unstable but you got to keep her because ratings are really good right now she's really unstable like the one that you'd see with an axe i felt like, like i was doing with that axe crystal yeah like boiling your bunny i felt Jeez. like i was watching fatal attraction it's a scene in a movie Ryan. <laughs> um but yeah she's getting a little weird like i'm worried for ari thank you but they'll be in paris next week that'll be exciting yeah and they get to go to paris go that's to why Wait. she's there yeah i'm gonna get to see the world yeah. Well, they showed in a promo, too, like of Crystal and Ari in Paris before they gave the rose ceremony. I was like, you gave it away already. We know she's going to be there. Oh, that's true. Bad, bad work, ABC. Come on. Yeah. All right. When we come back, I want to get tipsy. Steve, this is for you. There is something that you, mm, your kids might be interested in. I want to tell you what it is. It has to do with social media. And I'll, uh, are you okay over there? I'm in a, yes, he, I am okay. He, it's like you're shaking the magic eight ball with your phone. I just figured out something that is about to be shared in Tipsy. Shut your that face. That could have really got me out of a jam last night. It's a common problem with your iPhone, and I just found a solution. Oh, my God. We're going to hear Bam. about that. Coming up next on My Talk 1071. All right, it's a portion of the show where we become useful. Yeah, it is. And I'm about to. Y'all ready? Yes, we are. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Last night, I was at a Super Bowl opening night and had uh, had some notes written on my phone. And then I, the next time I looked down, they were all deleted except for one line. <gasps> I was re- writing a note to for for questions to ask, and I was like, "Shoot, dog, what happened here?" I found a way to. Undo deleted things on your iPhone. Okay, so open your notes, Donna. Okay, I want you to do this mm-hmm. live demo here. This is live radio. You're listening to a live demo. She's got a very tiny iPhone in her hands. Appears to be outdated. She's getting mad because I said that. She thinks it's rude and snooty when you talk about the size of someone's phone. All right, got it. You got it? Yep. All right, now delete it. Delete whatever you <gasps> just wrote. I don't want to. I'm just, afraid. Just please delete it. Delete what I'm looking at? Delete whatever you just typed. All right, I didn't type anything. I'm just you looking have to at type something. Well, I'm looking at some notes, and I'm just going to take a. No, couple I need of... you to. I need you to type something. Oh no! In how a do note. I? How do I get back what I just deleted from an existing note? Did you just delete something? Okay, yeah, now yeah, shake yeah. your phone. Shake your phone. Does it say anything? It says undo, undo. typing. Undo. Oh, it put one thing back. Now do it again. Shake it again. Are undo. You kidding me. This is a way that you can retrieve things that you have deleted. If you deleted something, oh, wait. the only way that you can bring it back is by shaking Dude, the phone. Dude, that is outstanding. And then it actually brings it back. So you're typing a note and then you accidentally deleted something from your shopping list that you actually didn't already <gasps> buy. 
shake your phone. It'll say undo. Click undo. It's a little bit of a pain in the neck because you have to keep shaking it. But friends, I mean, what are the other options that we have? Why are we not reading a manual on how to use all these? Oh, that's so cool. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah. That's pretty fun. I want uh, more tricks like that. All right. I have another fun one for you the next time that you're experimenting with citrus at home. And tomorrow's Wednesday, so I know it's coming up. Microwaving lemons and other fruits for just 15 seconds can actually double the amount of juice that you get out of them. Microwave lemons. Microwave, if you're making lemonade, microwave orangis, whatever fruits I you want I think they're called to. oranges, but okay. We agree to disagree. Right. But anyways, microwave them. 15 seconds, you'll get double the amount of juice. It uh, releases it, you know? All right. This is good. While we're in the kitchen. Sure. May I? Uh, there are four mistakes in the kitchen that could make you sick. Oh, no. One is only owning one cutting board. You have to have at least two. Really? Need one for raw meat and one for everything else. Really? And the one for meat, of course, should be made of... Wood. No! Also meat. Should be... Because <laughs> then there's no transfer of bad bacteria. It's all good. Stack no, of, of course, that should be the plastic one. And the wood one can be the one for your fruits and vegetables. Oh, because the wood oh. one is more porous. So it could actually take in the... Uh... The, yeah, that's the a, bad it's a porous, stuff. like kind of a not quite living, but you know what I mean. Yes, it'll it lives, absorb it breathes, it, it yes. swells, it contracts. Oh, it swells. I don't like that word. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the quickest way to sanitize a cutting board is just by using a spray bottle with bleach water. One tablespoon of unscented bleach for every gallon of water. Okay. Got it. Got okay. it. I'm writing all these down. Another mistake in sure. the kitchen sure. that could make you sick is washing raw meat. A lot of people yeah. do it because they think it increases your, uh, you know, I, I think chances there's a, of not getting sick. It opens up a whole debate about cross contamination when you're washing chicken, um, especially. Tell me about it. I mean, I know we're talking meat here, but when you're washing chicken, then what do you do? You walk around like a surgeon, unless you have someone else who who's going to touch the faucet now to turn the water right. on with your chicken hands. Hello? I mean, it's you. Right. We're living on. I think that sometimes shouldn't we just try to burn it all off? Let's use the 165 degrees to burn it. Yes. What? Yes. Your countertop? No, I said let's use the 165 degrees, you know, the heat, the internal temperature that we're getting it up to. Let's use that to kill the bacteria. Why'd you just look at me so weird? Well, because if you have, if you've prepared raw meat on your counter oh. and then it gets a little. <sighs> well, no, you shouldn't do it on your counter, but I don't think you should be well, washing where, any where meat or washing any it? chicken. Oh, in the garage? On the cutting board. And then you put the cutting well, yeah, board in the dishwasher. The cutting board is on the counter, but let's just... Oh, God, I'm just... I'm not even going to try it. Okay, so don't wash your raw meat. Because when water from your faucet hits the meat, it splatters the juice all over your kitchen, which is what I was trying to tell you A whole bunch of words I'm uncomfortable with you using. Let's move on. All right. Using the same sponge for way too long. I know people who are completely anti-sponge. Really? Well, because yeah. it uh, would absorb and hold the, that bacteria in, right? Yes, because it's a sponge. <laughs> <laughs> This concludes another edition of Donna Explained Sponges to Steve. You should replace right. it every two weeks. Um, every two, that's outlandish. That's outlandish. Would whoever just came up with that stat just go fly a kite? You know what I do? I put it in the dishwasher, but they say that doing that or microwaving it will kill some of the bacteria, but not all of it. All right. Don't let leftovers sit out too long. Don't let anything sit out for more than two hours. After that, there could be enough bacteria to make you sick. And then uh, da, 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 da. that's about that's that's about the gist of what I wanted to share with you today. You know, always a pleasure. 
Thanks for having me. Thank you Steve. for coming. No, it's really, really good to be with you. Do you want a few extra? Do you have anything else fun? Because I'm, I'm, I mean, I, got... I don't have anything fun. I just people are mad about messenger kids on Facebook. That's yeah, I get kind that. of not good. Um, we do want to draw your attention to something that uh, we're all happy about, and it's Manuary, and there are a bunch of fabulous causes there. And what we would like is for you to go and vote for our guy, Mike Marcotte. It is round three, friends. We're just three days away from naming Mr. Manuary 2018. Things are really going to be picking up speed here. Mike Marcotte How's is a doing? producer for Twin Cities Live. Great guy. Many people know him as the bow tie guy. He's just such a uh, nice human being. He, he really, is. really He's is. He's lovely. Um, anyways, the Epilepsy Foundation is the uh, charity that he is representing. He happens to suffer from epilepsy. He just found that out a couple of years ago when he had an incident at work. So he has partnered with them. Uh, so we're hoping good things. So go and vote for Mike Marcotte, Team DS, Team Donna and Steve. Yeah, uh, we baby. want him to get a vote. And we want it to be your vote. <laughs> What's going on over there? How are you doing? I'm doing great. You're wacky. You're wearing a hat today. I had to because my hair I had is like. To. That's what you should have said. I had to. There it is. Get it? Got it. Uh, yeah, I had to. Guys, I don't know how you do it. I really don't know. Maybe you could give me a tip on how to I keep can't. your head from feeling itchy. like itchy. I can't wear a hat. First of all, I look bad oh, in them. But God, my hair, awful. I want to rip my scalp off by the end of the day. That's how I feel. I get into almost a Labradorian sort of a scratch at the end of the... At the end of oh, the man. day, all I day. Have I have dandruff right now. <laughs> it's a real tough thing. Head and shoulders. I think everybody does right no, now. Uh, yeah, I can get it pretty prominently. Well, get you could get a medicated shampoo. Head and shoulders actually works, but I need to be more disciplined about it. Thank you guys for letting me be vulnerable. Oh, it's, the only, it's the only shampoo I use. I got, I got, I got the dandruff too. Head and shoulders. I do yes. Too. yes, yes, it's I good. Too. It helps to prevent it. But I wish I, you know, as a dandruff uh, people like ourselves, that we had more Sufferers. options. We had more options of shampoo. I don't want to. Like that's I'm going to use this for the rest of my life. But you I want to use more shampoo. When I was a wee lad, I used Denerex. Do you remember the commercials? Denerex yeah. tingles. Head and shoulders doesn't. And I was like, well, I want my head to be tingling. Yeah, Denerex and, is good because it's got medicine in it. It's probably got like... Yeah, not as good. Head and shoulders is the truth. But I got this uh, this tip, this companion piece of information from a hairstylist. And she said, more important than any of the shampoos that you use, you really need to, especially for men with who, who use product, you need to get in there with a brush or your fingertips, preferably a brush. Uh, rough brush your scalp and rub it on your scalp because it's about getting all that flakes stuff up there the dryness you got to really loosen it then you get in the shower a hairdress a hairstylist just told me that too and you could also put yes and then you should probably wash your hair twice because that product is just sitting on your hair especially hairspray users right it's just sitting there thank you and also coconut oil is really good you know oh, those yeah. you know those shower caps that we steal from uh, hotels? You shouldn't, but yes. No, they're free. Okay. Um, take those when you stay at a hotel and bring them home, and then you could do your, do a treatment on your hair and just wear it for an hour. Put some coconut oil. It's amazing. Thank you for letting us all be vulnerable right now. You good, Steve? I'm good. Hey, here's what I want to do. After a break, I would like. Sorry, I'm having trouble gauging my energy today. So forewarning for you the had final a late hour night. of the show. You had a late night. Yeah, but this coffee's really ramming into my system right now. I'm really w- feeling jacked up and ready to rock. Let's do a recap, After too. the break, yeah. Uh, last night I was at Super Bowl opening night. Um, find out what happened when I asked Tom Brady if I should go tickle his head coach, the notorious Lee curmudgeon Bill Belichick. Uh, it also happened to make SportsCenter last night. Then again this morning, it was on. It's 
it's been on a lot of things, so that's fun it's for asking a coverage. really, really awkward, awkward question. Uh, you can hear how it all unfolded. I'll tell you that story next on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment.